we are going to talk about the content that actually converts into enterprise customers. So Neil and I were on the phone yesterday. I was walking to the gym and then he was doing his thing and we just had a chat and I was so sitting outside and Neil's like, you know what really converts? The content that converts for enterprise, it's not the stuff that you see out there where people that are growing really fast on social that are becoming famous. It's not that content. I've tested that content. And I've actually seen before on Neil's blog where he used to talk about how he'd spend X amount of dollars on his wardrobe or Y amount of dollars on this and what he got from it. So I've seen the evolution over time. This is like 10 plus years ago, by the way. So then he shared some data. And then Neil, you want to go ahead and share some data around what actually works? Yeah, sure. So what's funny is, as Eric mentioned, I ran a ton of experiments that I tried to create that viral content. I would talk about spending over 100000 on clothes and what it did for me or buying six-figure watches and the result or... What about the billboards you know, too? What yeah, the billboards, yeah, or like the best business lesson that my mom ever taught me that you couldn't learn in school or what it's like to have an American Express Centurion credit card. And a lot of this content got tons of views because I didn't just publish it on my blog. I also published it like on place like Forbes and Entrepreneur. And I remember I was at dinner one time with Eric in the Cosmo and he didn't know that we were able to get seated early. So he gambled and he lost a hundred bucks. Do you remember that? Was it Cosmo or Aria? Aria. It was Aria. You were no, I thought I won like 900 bucks on slots or something. No, you lost some money. You won money after dinner. Okay. Pre-dinner, right. you lost a little bit of money. Yeah. And then post-dinner, you ended up winning. Overall, Eric has done quite well gambling. He does exceptionally well playing poker. But when we were with one of his friends who was there, she's like, she even read one of my articles on the clothes, right? I think you've actually had a few friends who have read some of my articles on yeah, yeah, yeah. Dollars yeah. on clothes. And it's great. You get branding. But what I learned over the years is who cares about random people? And I'm not trying to diss these random people. It's more so if your ideal customer isn't reading your content, who cares? So for example, Ideal customer for me would be like a Microsoft or Apple. Funny enough, we work with Microsoft, but like a Microsoft or Apple or some of these really, really large corporations that just need help with their global marketing campaigns. And the CMOs, and a lot of these corporations have multiple CMOs because they have different divisions, different product lines, and many of these different product lines have their own CMO or depending on how the corporate structure is set up, sometimes they also do CMOs based on regions as well. And when you look at that, it's just like, they don't care about me talking about me spending $100,000 on a watch or whatever it is and what it did for me. What they care about is me solving a lot of their unique marketing problems. So at our ad agency, NP Digital, we use Salesforce and we use a lot of different analytics tools as well. And we look at what content drives leads. Of those leads, how many of those leads convert into customers? And of the ones that convert into customers, what are the content pieces that actually drove the customers? And then how long do the customers pay for, pay us, in other words, the LTV, and which content type creates the longest form of LTV. And what we find is when we go super niche with our content, and when I mean niche, I'm not talking about niche like I'm going after a small TAM, you know, like people say the riches are in the niches. So talk about how to make food living in, I don't know, this small little city that's in the mountain or in the Himalayas. And because of how high you're up, making food is different. And this is how you make food there. Well, not that many people live there. So it's not applicable to a lot of people. But when I say the niche, I'm talking about I'm going after a very subset of customers, but those customers have a ton of money. So although there's not a large population, there's a large TAM because they can spend a lot of money. So I may be talking about 
if you're a corporation and you have multiple products in different languages, what's the best way to format your blog? Do you do a blog for one product? Do you do a blog for multiple products? Do you break down the blog per region and country? And funny enough, we had an article around that topic and it got us a high six-figure contract. So not a few hundred grand. It was more than a half a million. It was less than a million dollars. It was either six hundred dollars or $900,000. I'm not going to name the enterprise company, but most people have used their software. And that was our first contract with them. And that contract led us to upselling them into multiple other contracts. And then now we have a multi-million dollar annual deal with them in multiple regions. And we've produced multiple pieces of content like this. And the more specific we get for problems that large corporations face, the more likely we are to get customers, even though very few people read them. And yesterday, we were also talking about the FUD type of content too, right? So fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And the last couple months, you mentioned GA4 is finally here, right? But a lot of people have had a lot of FUD around GA4. And you mentioned how you guys have repeated that over and over because it worked. Yeah. So we've done a lot of webinars, a lot of email blasts on Google Analytics 4. And the reason we do that, even though it's not our most popular webinar, and I was telling Eric, our most popular webinar year to date was something around SEO trends for 2023. And I had something like seven or 9,000 active listeners or watchers, more so watchers that were live. Now that doesn't include repeat plays. I'm just talking about people that were attending live. No joke. It was, it was quite a bit of a popular webinar, but we don't generate nearly the amount of customers we do from that content versus our content on basic stuff like, Hey, here's what's happening with Google analytics for, and here's what's going to happen with all your analytics in a cookie less world. And here's how you need to adapt in this new environment. And it's typically, that's the kind of stuff like fear, like, oh, crap, we haven't adapted yet. We need to hire someone to help us adapt. Oh, crap, we're spending 10 plus million dollars a week on ads. How are we going to track our ROI? We're spending a lot of money. We need to figure it out. Yep. So for our and for the single grain side, so the programmatic SEO stuff is working pretty decently well. We're seeing people come through MoFu, BoFu type of content. And what that really means is, let's say you're a SaaS company, you are doing alternatives type of content, you are doing versus content, right? So like HubSpot versus Salesforce or Salesforce alternatives, or you might have reviews and things like that, right? And so MoFu, BoFu, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, that typically will tend to convert pretty well. And then the topics that Neil's talking about, so you have the kind of trending topic, oh, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, right? But also, you kind of just mentioned yesterday too, the stuff around internationalization or yeah. you know security, that type of stuff, right? Like that's what enterprises actually care about. So you have to put yourself into the mindset of that avatar to truly understand what the problems are. Yeah. And if you start tracking what's generating you, not just leads, but not just customers, but also the most revenue from a lifetime value perspective and profitability perspective, it'll give you ideas on what to produce. And it's why on my social media and on my blog, I stopped producing stuff that has mass audience appeal. And we've seen our blog traffic actually go down because of this. And we're okay with that because the revenue has been going up because we're attracting now the right type of customer and audience. Yep. All right. So that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five stars, please. And by the way, the marketing mastermind that is happening, Beverly Hills, August 7th to the 9th, you can register at levelingup.com slash founders. Going to be talking about AI marketing, going to be talking about M&A deal structures, going to be talking about building a company past eight figures with zero employees and much more. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. And yeah, levelingup.com slash founders. And we'll see you later.